Welcome to Mike and Josh Teach Sasquatch. This is a sports podcast where two childhood friends try to teach me, Squatch, a little something about something. Tonight, I am joined with the one, the only, the Mr. Mike Cox. Hola. Oh, damn oh, Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Look Thank at that. You. Look at that. Thank you all. <laughs> oh, man. Playing with some new toys here. Look at you, all professional. Yeah, I don't know about professional, but backdrop's a little fucked. Son of a bitch. Baby what? steps. Baby steps. Yeah, we got time. <laughs> so how you doing, buddy? Not too bad. Not too bad. So, uh, any big news? I mean, it's pretty much all the same old, same old. Um, the biggest news is Watt going to the Cardinals. Duh. Yeah. I don't find that like groundbreaking or anything or nah. shattering. I mean, he had to have gone somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't go to the Steelers. That no. was a pipe dream. No. They're, no. they're already cat fucked trying to figure out how to get around that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was. It was always going to be something like that. Mm. Always. No, it, it helped helps Arizona out. Oh, absolutely. They didn't, they didn't have to overpay for him. They paid more for him than I would have wanted to. Yeah. But it wasn't wasn't that late. Would they end up giving up for him? Of course, I'd ask, right? Well, no, they did. He was released by the Texans. They didn't give. Oh, up they didn't anything give anything for him. They just Still. signed him as a free agent. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so what was a what was a one year contract? Two year. Mm. I wouldn't have paid that much for him, but it was like twelve mil a year, fifteen mil, some shit like that. Eh. For such a small contract, that's <clears throat> maybe ten. What would you have given? Uh, I just, I think you can find better value. Yeah, I've watched Cowboys do it for the past four years. Fair enough. Finding dudes off the couch. Yeah. Giving them two mil and watching them come in (laughs) and get five sacks. Yeah. You know, for a rotational defensive player. A little much. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Watt's not going to come in and be NFL defensive player of the year anymore. No. No. So that's and that's why I say I, I think he's a little overvalued. He's still good. I just don't know if he's worth that price. Understandable. <clears throat> um, Seattle's getting fed up with all the rust talk. Me too. They're not trading him. He's not no, going anywhere. I don't nowhere. know where all this shit's coming from. I don't get it either. Because <clears throat> even Russ himself is that he's not not going anywhere. It's no. Not, so I don't it's ridiculous. Really, yeah. It's stupid. I mean, you when, got four first round draft picks. <laughs> then shut up. Right. Well, no, Deshaun's even, not going anywhere. You got four first round draft mm-hmm. picks, then shut up. Yeah, no these one's guys gonna, are not going anywhere. No, and we'll, we'll is, give you our, all of our picks this year. Oh, great! So I want three, three fifths, two sixths, and four sevenths to go with one one, one two, and one three. No, no, for Deshaun wants get out of here. Shut no, up! I want no four way. first. Hell yeah! I wouldn't give up anything less. And I understand Des- Deshaun's upset. Yeah. I mean, they overpaid for Tunsil. Understandable. 
but there was no way with Tunsil, Deshaun, DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt. They weren't going to be able to. You can't afford that shit. No. No, especially with the cap. <laughs> once Deshaun Watson signed for 160 mil over four years, it's over with. It's it. You're not going <laughs> to. I don't know what he's so shocked about. Right. Well, my team sucks. Well, yeah, because we had to pay you, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's on you. <laughs> now the cap's going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you got nothing. It's just going to be another bad year in Houston. Yeah. I mean, there's... And he had what? No, they didn't have seven wins last year. No, we just looked at... Yeah, it was... They had like six. Yeah, six wins with what he had. And it's going to be less. It'll be less. Yeah, it'll be way less. They'll be lucky if they get two wins next year. I mean... I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't understand. That's <laughs> that's what always pisses me off about the conversation when because the one thing that we've always that I've always praised Brady about was the fact that he knew what it cost, and that's why he was okay. And yeah, Billichek in New England always hey at the end we'll we'll get there to a certain extent. Yeah, because what ended up costing the New Patriots England last year the the fact that they the had to pay all that money. Yeah, no, 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 it or, was dead money. Yes. The dead it money. was going to be a cap hit, mm-hmm. regardless of whether they kept him or not, because they kept restructuring his contract. Yep. To come up with more cap cap room. <laughs> to keep coming up with more players rotating. Brady. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's the thing is like, and so they give him a big signing bonus mm-hmm. to knock down the the total value of his the end of his com, uh, contract. Yep. But he get more money up front. So it's not like he didn't get paid. No, he's still. Every time he did that, that added more money onto the end of his contract as a dead cap hit. Yeah. <laughs> so if Brady wanted to stay and Belichick would have traded four first round pa- first round draft picks to keep him, uh-huh. it's completely irrelevant oh, because yeah. he wouldn't have fit under the cap. Mm-mm. It was time. That's why you've watched Houston over the past two years get rid of all these star players. Because yep. they were still paying for Deshaun. That. <clears throat> That tab's just now coming due. Yep. And I mean, there we, you go. It's ridiculous. I mean, and it, it keeps with the argument of always looking for something shy. And, you know, coming up with the draft and everything like that and going after a rookie to get the four year, <coughs> five year in the first round. Five year in the first option. round. Yep. So, I mean, and even that can save your ass to an extent. It's massive. Yeah. It's huge. That's how Philly did it. They yep. had wins on a rookie contract. So, I don't know. Good luck, Houston. That's all I got. <laughs> I don't know what to tell them. Mm. But I do agree with you. The The Seattle talk is just <clears throat> freaking annoying. There's no reason for it. No. I don't even think Russ has even hinted at having any problems in Seattle, let alone. Let alone. He has. He's, he's finally, you know, after this year, he finally just voices displeasure with, you know, getting his ass kicked. I get that, <laughs> but they did. They did work on the offensive line last year. Yeah, they spent a pick. They'll do it again this year. They'll, oh, they'll work on it. Yeah, but for everybody to keep going on about this trade talk bullshit, I just and why the fuck would he want to go to the Jets if he's afraid, if he's worried about getting beat up now in Seattle? Yeah. <laughs> the Jets have less of an offensive line oh, than yeah. Seattle does. No, it would not work. He'd get sacked every game. 
every, if not every Sam drive. Sam Donald's the one that should be holding out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not playing for you bastard to get. Yeah, no, that poor fucker. This mm. is all trash. Yeah. What do you want me to do with this? There's I'm nothing. Gonna, now you got. Now I'm being called a bust because this team sucks. Mm-hmm. But you get him with a decent fucking team, and he's going to be an all-star. He will be. Yeah. He just needs to get with a better team. And that's... I've seen it too many damn times. Uh, these decent quarterbacks get broke before they could even shine because of the shitty franchise. Yep. But... And I was asked about Dak today. I'm like, I would do the Kirk Cousins. Three years, 80 mil. I'm just going to guarantee it. Yeah. There you go. You get your short contract. I'm not overpaying for you. No. Period. No. We just watched the number one overall and number two overall pick in your draft get traded because of the contract extensions. Yep. Yeah. Not going to deal with that. <laughs> nope. And they were getting 32, 33 mil. Yeah. So, I mean, three uh, years for 80s. And if you look at who's won more playoff games, golf. Wentz or Dak? Everybody not named Dak. Yeah. Yeah. His cousin's good. Yeah, he really is. Mm. Sign him to one, three years, 80 mil, just guarantee it. Yeah. I think he's earned that. Oh, definitely. I think he's good enough for that. I think he's earned it. Yeah. And write it out. If you Mm -hmm. win, you win. If not, you cut bait and go. Yeah. Doesn't destroy your franchise. Doesn't, nope. doesn't ruin your cap. No. You won't have to worry about that dead cap. Or no. <clears throat> that dead weight. Or the dead money. Sorry. No. And if, if you don't want to, don't fran- I wouldn't franchise him. I'd let him, let him walk. Yeah. You, you got him with the fourth, the last pick of the fourth round. Mm. Well, you're going to get a compensatory pick for it. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a better pick than what you spent on him. Yeah. Your offensive line is going to be healthy next year. Mm-hmm. You have the best weapons in football. Yeah. You'll be able to keep Andy Dalton healthy. Just in case just you have roll. a situation. No, yeah. just, just roll with Dalton. Yeah. No, and I mean, as as much of a fit as I threw about us spending two mil to get Dalton. It's two mil. <clears throat> best two mil that we spent. Give him five mil. Mm-hmm. Shit, give him ten mil. What do you care? Yeah. No. He'll be happy with it. I don't see any issues with Dalton at the moment. No. No. So. He'd, uh, he'd be fine. Oh, yeah. No. He didn't. He'll have another year with Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Another year with Coop. Yep. And if you're not if you're not giving Dak 30 mil, you can actually pay Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the one that we kind of need to fucking pay. All three of them you, you want. Oh, you yeah. You want to keep Cooper. You want to keep Gallup. You and Lamb's a rookie, so he's fine. Oh yeah, you. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I'm not smitten with any of the quarterbacks coming out. No. No, I mean, and see this this the thing like you had talked about last week too because of the way that this season was. There's. Some that you can look at to be like, oh, hey, there's there's something there. But now everybody's bumping up the kid from BYU. Well, he's a Danny Dimes, just cookie cutter. Here I am. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. yeah. He's probably going to go in the top 10. Probably going to go by number six. Yeah. I wouldn't, but hey, somebody will. Well, niggas that the whole some shiny thing, I guess. This is not that shiny. Neither was it's, Danny Dimes. No. <laughs> Neither was Danny Dimes. No, it wasn't that shiny. No, not at all. Alright. Yeah. Well. And then uh since I'm back at Miller's, Todd hit me up. First is about Dag. I went uh-huh. through my whole spill on Dag. Then he talking about the Super Bowl and he laid out all the things because he wasn't surprised at the ass whooping. Oh yeah. He was like, I agree with all of those. Now, just so you know, they're all completely irrelevant. <laughs> they mean jack shit to that game. They're all true, but completely irrelevant. Had nothing to do with that game. Go back to whenever they played during the regular season. Yep. 27 zip first quarter. Mm-hmm. They won that game 27-24. Yeah, they did. One team made the, the right adjustments, and one team didn't adjust. Mm-hmm. Then that Tampa Bay defense in the playoff run, they went to New Orleans, smoked breeze, went to Green Bay, where I thought there was no chance they could stop Aaron Rodgers, shut him down. And then, then you can take all of your stupid shit that you just listed about Kansas City and toss it up there. Yeah. They were definitely going to shut him down. Oh, yeah. Now, th- did they need any of that? No, because as we saw during the regular season when Mahomes wasn't broke, mm-hmm. when he had his starting tackles, yep. when he had his starting guard, <laughs> he still... Law got shut out in the last three quarters of that game, 24 to zip. Yep. Mean. That defense, people are refusing to see how amazing that Tampa Bay defense was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they don't see it. No, they don't. And it's, I don't know, I find it hilarious because, all honesty, after the Super Bowl, besides the whole pity me, don't fucking talk to me kind of bullshit, I don't want to hear about the game. I haven't heard a word uh-uh. from any of the Kansas City fans. That um, was a beatdown. <laughs> it was. Let's count the touchdowns the Chiefs scored. Go ahead, I'll wait. Yeah, we'll be here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Start anytime you're ready. Uh, n- none. None. <laughs> yeah. And it. And the, the thing, too, was, is like, oh, the calls, the calls. And I was like, you know how many times I've watched the Kansas City? And I saw <laughs> shitty calls on both sides. You oh, do yeah. It every game. Every game. Yeah, as a fan, you're going to be biased. Oh, well, we got hosed. Well, of course. Of course. But if you actually sit down and watch a game, yeah, yep. there was shitty calls on both sides. Absolutely. I remember three horse callers for damn sure on Kansas City side that never even got an no eye. pass interference there, huh? <laughs> that looked clean to me. All right. Mm. Yeah, no, I love it when the bias gets thrown in there because I just find it hilarious. But yeah, you know, you got to find an excuse. But the 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 thing that that killed me though was the the one mantra that Kansas City fans always have every year. Doesn't matter how good they do, how bad they do, it was always the same thing. We got next year. I haven't even heard that yet. They're gonna be fine next year. It's a year after that I'd be worried about. Year after? Yeah. That would be 
Whose contract's up in the year after? Doesn't matter. Oh? The Mahomes extension kicks in in full fucking force. Oh. Doesn't matter whose contract's due the year after. That's completely irrelevant. Yeah. Just like all those injuries. Mm -hmm. Completely irrelevant. Didn't matter. You're going against that defense. Yeah. (laughs) Don't care whose contract's up. Doesn't matter because you got that one. Yep. You better have a room full of dudes with culators. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> it might be host. Is he worth it? I, I think he is. I think so, too. But you're going to have to get creative. You're going to have to draft very well. Yeah. Because that's going to hit. Because you're not going to be able to go out and pay Sammy Watkins 14 mil to just come over and be a slot receiver. No. Nah. Because that rookie contract's gone, and now you're working on the half-billion-dollar contract. Mm-hmm. Different. Mm. Mm. It's different. <laughs> Hope the cap don't go down no more. Well, but, and see, we even talked about that today. Well, get rid of the cap, and guess what? You're still going to hit a point where the owner's going to say, we can't, no, we, we can't, can't do we it. We can't do it anymore. Yeah. And the quarterback's always going to want more. No, of course. With or without the cap, the quarterback's going to want more. Yeah. You're going to have these same problems without the cap that you have with the cap. Absolutely. They're going to exist. Absolutely. And then you're going to only have a couple owners that are going to be able to take advantage of that situation. But they're not going to do it forever. No, no. They'll They'll do it for a year or two to win a ring or two. Yeah. And then after that, after that, that's that's even gone. Oh yeah, they're gonna blow that team apart and start over. Mm -hmm. Although the difference between a rebuild every two years compared to every what four to five, depending on the franchise, just it it all depends. Yeah, Hmm. I don't see him getting rid of the cap anytime soon. Not gonna get rid of the cap (laughs) ever. Do you see any of these high-profile quarterbacks sitting the year out? Mm. No. Mm. No way. No. No way. They won't paid. They won't paid. Just like everybody else does. Just like everybody else. Yep. You 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 want money? You're gonna do your job. Kind of how that happens. No, they just need to. They need to hold out. They need to get that 50% split. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. And it's only like 1.4% from where they're at. But 1.4% out of 20 billion. I was going to say, when you're talking nice billions. Change. It makes a difference. <laughs> makes a difference. And then, you know, draft coming up, and we'll see. See how that goes. It's going to be different this year. Talked about that already. Yep. Yep. <laughs> hey, actually... but I didn't notice everybody's starting to remember who Jamarcus Chase was. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Weird. I get no fucking credit for it. I'm like, yeah. No, I, it's ESPN, dude. Dicks. It's ESPN. I swear to you. Oh, no, no. Devonta Smith's not the best receiver. No shit. Didn't we say that last week? No, a couple weeks, weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> I also said it last year. It's true. 
You did. It's like, well, Chase could come out. He'd be the best receiver, but he's only a sophomore, so he's got to wait till next year. So I'm going with Jefferson. Yep. <laughs> His teammate. <laughs> Oops. Jesus. I'm telling you, man, ESPN listens to our shit. They just don't say anything. And can you blame them? <laughs> no, because they're not really that good at their job. No, no, they're not. I can watch a game and pick up more shit than they than they can pick up while watching the same dudes to, to, to use a coach's clicker yep. and break down every play of the game. Okay. Thank God you guys are there. Right. <laughs> oh man. Well, is there uh, is there any other big news? Not really. Um, oh, there, there's some basketball news. Oh yay! Yeah. Well, the Knicks fans are all excited. They're one game over 500. Oh. If they, in order to finish with the same record they had last year, they'd have to lose 25 straight games. So they're excited and happy. It's a hell of a fan base there. <laughs> well, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma, Schroeder have all been out for the Lakers, so they've lost like three or four in a row. Yeah. So Laker Nation's in fucking shambles. They're all into the world. The big one's coming. Don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> now, tonight, LeBron's sitting out. Oh. Dude's 84 years old. This will be the Excuse you, sir. be the first game he's missed all year long. Anthony Davis in his prime. What he missed a month. <laughs> Cal Kuzma hasn't even thought about his prime yet. Missed three <laughs> weeks. This this dude's ninety seven years old, and he's just now gonna miss a game. Excuse you, sir. All right, show the king a little respect. He's one hundred and fifty eight. <laughs> I was gonna be one fifty two next. I know. <laughs> Dude averaging 28 points, 8 boards, 8 assists at 152 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, Laker Nation. You'll be fine. Yeah, no. He, It'll be okay. He's been doing this. Game off. He's been doing this on a sprained ankle. <laughs> and the only reason that he's sitting out is because they're taking a road trip and they just told him to stay home. Because if he's there, he's going to play. We, we, so they made him stay home so he'd miss a game. We we need you to take some time off. Dude, 185 years old and won't miss a game. <laughs> Regardless of what you feel about him, with his you know social and political beliefs, completely oh, yeah. irrelevant. Completely, the dude, <laughs> the dude can play. Animal. Yes, he he's really a flipping is. Animal. I mean, he's been playing since he was 18, and he's missed the one game, right? <laughs> I mean, it would have been up to him, probably. Yeah. He would have played every single every game. Every single damn one. Uh, but they, he's missed a few. But. Hey. Old dude needs when to take a break. When you're 85 years old, you should miss a game or two here or there. Sounds like her conversation on Saturday night. Yeah. What can you do? Lowski keeps getting older and older every minute that goes by. A little bit. <laughs> oh, man. So, Knicks 1-1. Good for them. Lakers gonna lose. 
No, yeah. no, the Knicks are over 500. Oh, sorry. So they haven't won shit. They're the Knicks. They're not going <laughs> to win shit. <laughs> okay. It's Fair enough. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Fair enough. It's not my wheelhouse. I'll back out. I'll back out. Okay, so we touched on basketball. Wow. Yeah, there you go. There's some basketball insider. You're going to throw out some baseball bullshit on me here? Um, I Please. can't. Oh, really? No. Boone, the manager of the uh, Yankees. Um, he's sidelined. He has to do a emergency heart surgery. They, they got to install a pacemaker for him. You manage the Yankees. You spend the most money on the best players to put forth the best lineup. How was your life that fucking stressful? <laughs> you don't you don't, you don't have to do anything. It's in it's in July and you walk out of the the dugout wearing a jacket to stay warm you do so little. All jokes aside, I mean, I hope, it's I, hope job. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope everything goes well for him. But, but even. No, that, that's actually a big deal. He's he's one of the best managers in baseball, huh. and he's going to be sidelined. Mm. And they don't know for how long yet. That ha- that broke today. Ooh, oh, pacemaker. That'd be how old is he? Uh, he was playing baseball when I was a kid. Okay, so he's going to be out about eight months. <laughs> I don't know. It means he's up there. I mean, if he was playing baseball when you were a kid, that was like 80 years ago. So, that damn long ago. <laughs> you need the boo button on that one. Hold on, hold on. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. I feel vindicated. <laughs> no, he's probably 20, probably 20 year, 25 years older than me. Well, I mean, 20, okay, so that puts him about 65, 60, 70. Yeah. So, yeah, between six to eight months for recovery on that. Because that pacemaker install kind of sucks. <laughs> anything New York's stressful. Yeah. Yeah, I could never live there. Just being a regular citizen I mean, even in New York. Be, even having the easiest managerial job <laughs> in baseball, still the most stressful. Yeah. Because of the fucking media. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, media coverage. Well, why didn't you win 130 games? Because we only played 125. Yeah, <laughs> still could have won that extra five. Come on, dude. Cool. <laughs> Just the way it is. It's it's a, it's a tough job. Mm. So you know, hopefully he he's all right. He'll pull through. He'll he'll pull through. There's some baseball for There's you. some baseball. Okay, then fuck it. I'll, I'll keep going here. You got any hockey? No, it's hockey. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that was the response no, I was wanting. Cool. <laughs> any other uh, topical bull I got crap? got some so- soccer. You got some soccer I got news. got some soccer. Holy shit. The Zlatan told LeBron to shut up and dribble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. LeBron politely, politically correctly told him to, why don't you lick these balls? <laughs> well, I mean, if a soccer player ever told me. <laughs> but it worked for, no, Zlatan's like the best athlete in soccer. Oh, that's the dude from uh, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember you bringing him up a yeah. few months back. Yeah. Well, and I showed you his videos before. <laughs> yeah. Dude is. Well, and uh, he's actually a trained fighter too. Is he really? Yeah, he's a black belt judo. No joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's getting he's getting carded all the time. Understandably. He's extremely aggressive. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. Highly mine. controversial. A, a little bit illegal. Nice. On the field. <laughs> so, there's some soccer. But the Zlatan's got to be happy because now everybody's talking about him. Yeah, well, I mean, what's the best way to get anybody to talk uh-huh. about you? See, if we cuss LeBron out, nobody's going to give two shits if we do it. No. We're going to have a little bit of clout. You racist bastards. I'm like, no, I'm just sick of sticking up for him. Poor shit. <laughs> yeah, that's usually your gripe. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, if that covers, it pretty much covers, there wasn't a lot going and football is going to be kind of dead. dead. It's just, well, well it's going to be the same recycled bullshit for the next couple of weeks. It's going to be mock draft with uh-huh. an updated mock draft and an updated mock draft. Yeah. Which and <laughs> it all matters. Not one bit. Not until the night of the draft. Yeah. That's the only time it matters. Yep. That's what always kills you me about it. Pencil in. Oh, well, Kansas City's moving up from 20 to 10. No. why in You the, can't pencil that in. Why would, in your right mind, ever imagine that to be a thing? That, that's the Coming one thing I don't get. Coming up of a 13-3 season where Alex Smith threw for 4,400 yards. Right? <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get that at all. No, you cannot You cannot project that bullshit. And, and, and that was one of the things that killed me. Actually, uh, I told you a couple weeks ago uh, on Fight Night, I, I got... I got Point or conned into clickbait about the blo- one of the blockbuster trades. Oh, hey! Well, and I saw that, but I, when you I, didn't click up, on it. <laughs> no, I did, but my update said the right thing. Mm. My update said the ten most unlikely. Ah, uh-huh. see, you're see, just, just how, saying facts. I know how to read? <laughs> That's probably the oh the misconception here. No, no, no. The English. article I read was, oh, hey. Russell Wilson's going to the Jets only if, and it's like, oh, shut the hell up. And out of those, there still wasn't enough draft picks involved. No, nowhere near. And see, that's even when we had our little scheming bit last season. Yeah. That was actually feasible. And it could work. It could work with, uh, because we had Russell going to New York, uh, to the Giants, not the Jets. And then we had Dak going to. Somewhere I don't know we, the, the amount of trades that we had had going on with the trades sw- or the the picks involved and everything else. And it was then, all at least feasible. It was all least feasible, and the only outlier on that was Sierra. <laughs> yeah, she had to be the one to tell Russell, "Hey, yes. I want to go to New York." That's it. That's it. Yeah, and that hasn't changed. No, she'd love it on the freaking East Coast. No, she wouldn't. No, she wouldn't get out of here. No, you you think she wants to take her and her little cute little family out of whatever private hill <laughs> suburb they live in Seattle? Uh, no. And move them to Manhattan? No. Manhattan, Kansas, maybe. <laughs> They'd have a better shot. Yeah. I, I would much rather like it's in Manhattan, nice, Kansas. Nice little tight, oh, tight yeah. community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great school. Yeah. I know. I... 
Oh, shit. Well, if that's all we got, you ready to talk some fights? Not yet. Not yet? Refill? Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Bam. You got a, you got a new drink topped off. Ready to roll. All right. So, <clears throat> last Saturday, heavyweight bout between Rosenstrike and Gone. Don't even talk about that, motherfucker. Go back to the good <laughs> fights. <laughs> we'll start off with the night. Had D- Dustin Jacoby going up against Mackham Grishin. Maxim, but yeah. that's cool too. Did I say Mackham? Yeah. I did. Ah, oh, damn. Unanimous decision for uh, Jacoby. Yeah. Oh, that was... It, it was it was a tight fight. It wasn't really thrilling. It was a grueling, grinding fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean, that was you could have you could have went either way. Mm. They probably got it right. All right, uh, at bantamweight we had Vince Cachero going up against Ronnie Lawrence. Key uh, TKO. What round was that? Sometime today. So ready for my new phone. So ready for my <laughs> new phone. Uh, two minutes thirty eight seconds in round three. TKO to punches. Yeah. No solid knockout. Just covered up and... Ronnie Lawrence beats the shit out of him. Yeah, I can see that by... Uh... Uh, Vince Vince tough. Yeah. Ronnie Lawrence, the real deal. People mm-hmm. need to keep an eye on him. It's always good. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's legit. Yeah. Yeah, because Vince is really tough. He's a really good fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ronnie and put a clinic levels. on him? Two different levels. Mm. Uh, next fight, we had a uh, women's bantamweight, Alexis Davis, going up against Sabina Mazo. Unanimous decision. This was another clinic, wasn't it? The first, it was. The first two and a half minutes was all Sabina. Yeah? Yeah, just tattooing her. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Alexis got it to the ground. That fucking fight's over. Drug out for two fucking rounds. Yep. Oh, man. She couldn't finish her, but she was dominating. Yeah. That's what she did. Yeah. She dominated her. Well, and Davis has got that killer ground game, too. So She was an Olympic silver medalist in wrestling. No joke. Yeah. And makes sense. Yep. <laughs> makes fucking sense. Uh, light heavyweight. Or, sorry. Lightweight. Alexander Hernandez went up against Tiago Moise. Unanimous decision for Tiago. Trying to think that was that really for Tiago? I thought Hernandez won that fight. That's what I was gonna say. Was I could have sworn that was a closer fight than that. But here's the scoring. No, no, no. it was the third round. Yep, when Tiago took over. Well, and this is what kills me is that two judges had a 30-27, 30-27 and then one twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Yeah, and the third round was definitely. That's right. Tiago took over in that third round because mm-hmm. I was shocked. Yeah, no. That's why I didn't remember. I was shocked. <laughs> That's right. But, yeah, no. It was uh, definitely not the way I would have gone with it. But, like you said, the third round just... It was all Moises. Yeah. All Moises. Dominated him. Was talking shit to him while doing it. (laughs) Chasing him down, which Uh nobody does that to Hernandez. New. New. Oh, man. (laughs) Next fight we got here at Featherweight. Bruce Leroy... Went up against Kevin Kroom. And yeah, Jesus. Wow. Just wow. This dude's got a second occupation as a backpack if he wants it. 
he, <laughs> well, and he's long. Yeah. Extremely long for the division. And he just never... Anytime Kroom thought he was wanted to get inside and make it dirty and nasty to make it his kind of fight, which he, he's good at. Oh, yeah. Bruce would tie him up, flip it, get out. It wasn't even close. And the worst part was is that Kroom, by the end of it, was so... You could just see him. He was so exhausted. But the thing, as you stated Saturday night, that's how he fights. That's every Kevin Kroom yep. fight you'll ever see. <laughs> and He's always going to be exhausted because that's his pace for 15 to 25 minutes. Yeah. That's just what he does. And it's a ridiculous pace. He's always tired, but his body, he's done it so long, his body just knows how to keep going on. Yeah. And he proved it. I mean, and the scorecard ended up being 30-26. 30-26, which... It should have been 30-26s across the board, bare minimum. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> it wasn't that close. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. But good performance by Bruce oh, Leroy. Bruce, Bruce Leroy dominated. Looked yeah. great. Again. Oh, yeah. And the thing was, too, at the end of it, he looked like he could have got another three it, rounds. Yeah. yeah, easily. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bantamweight. Pedro Munoz going up against Jimmy Rivera. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit Unanimous decision for Munoz But man Rivera the, Those calf kicks too Oh dear lord and See that was one of the things that killed me throughout the whole Especially this fight <coughs> in particular Is how Bisbing And Felder and even Anik said something About how the calf kicks Were becoming more of a uh, A congruent thing During these fights and it's like it should have been a thing this whole entire time because calf kicks, any any leg kicks. But it also takes a toll on you, too. It does. It does. And that was the funny thing at the end of the fight because Rivera and Munoz were hugging and laughing in the cage and everything like that. And Rivera pointed to his left leg, the calf that got hit. God. Over and over. I and think over. like 60 times. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> because that was the thing is that Rivera was getting 20 up top, whereas Munoz was getting 20 on bottom. And Munoz was just being more significant because... They, they were because it, oh, yeah. after 25 down low, you can't move anymore. Yeah. And Rivera, every time he tried checking it, he was down. He fell. He tripped. He couldn't take any of those kicks, towards, especially in the third round. And But that's what I was saying was they were both laughing. Rivera pointed to his leg and said, fucker, look what you did to me. And Munoz was like, hey, look at my shin. And he wasn't kidding. No, I mean. <laughs> it affects you, too. Oh, yeah. Even if you won the fight. Yeah. It still gets to you. But, I mean, it, it was a good fight. It was a great fight. Munoz, definitely dominant. Oh, yeah. With Especially when you throw in the leg kicks there. But Rivera, he had a decent couple of connections there. Towards towards Munoz and Munoz even backed up once. And once I think it was for sure. Once uh, for sure in the first round. But it's Pedro. He's, he's oh, yeah. got a chin now. If I was him, I would not want to gauge it no. and just eat all of those. No, no, you don't want to try to walk through every single one of those. And as we see now, Gaethje doesn't want to eat all of those anymore. No, not at all. <laughs> But no, that was that was a great fight, and I picked Pedro, and Pedro delivered. Hey. Fully expected. Oh did. yeah, no, it was a great performance on both of them. Uh, next fight here at women's flyweight, 
Montana De La Rosa went up against Mayra Benos- Beno Silva. Bueno Silva. Yeah. Yeah. Came out in a draw. Because I, of a good call from the referee. Oh, yes. That's Ooh. a point. And that was in the first freaking round, first too. First round. And it completely and, changed the fight because Montana was dominating on the feet. Yep. Yeah. My, uh, Getting ready to do what Montana does. Yeah. Take your ass to the ground. And when Silva got the... And that was the thing, too. Because it was... Uh, damn, I can't remember that ref's name. He's not one of our usuals. No. But he told her... Because when Montana had her in the clinch on the fence, she it kept the takedown. She kept trying to go for the cage, and he kept telling her, "Keep your fingers out." And when Montana took went for the takedown, she grabbed a hold of the cage and stopped the takedown. He pulled her aside and said, Close. "Nope." It was the first time she did it. Mm-hmm. That's what shocked everybody. He mm. took a point the first time she grabbed the cage, and he he pulled her to the side and told her, "You're losing a point because that affected the takedown. You stopped it by yep. that." Yeah. Which is correct. That's Absolutely. the correct way to referee a fight. And that just, I'm, at the end of the round, mm-hmm. why don't you just do that? Hey, uh, two points red. Yeah. Gone. It's as simple as that. I mean, you don't have to do it right there in the middle of the fight. No, nope, wait until the end of the round. the flow of the fight. No. At the, and you, that way, the ref that'll take some of that burden off the ref. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't want to break up the flow of the fight. No, because anything could still happen at that point in yeah. time. I mean, Montana could have knocked her out on the way down or something, or Silva could have knocked her out. But or no. Montana wouldn't have been able to get the takedown, been able to come back, mm-hmm. and do some elbows, get some more. Oh yeah, some, a lot of shit could have happened. Absolutely. And the the thing that, and the one thing that we always praise is when a ref actually does their job the right way, because all these fighters know. You can't grab the cage. <laughs> yeah, it's not breaking news. No. The UFC's been gone for 25-plus years. It's nothing new. Nothing new. <laughs> no. So, and whenever whenever he stopped the fight, took the point, it changed the complexion of the fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and after Montana finally got that takedown, then Silva was just laying there, kept looking at him, waiting for the illegal calls or the illegal hits to the back of the head. Oh, completely illegal. <laughs> yeah, there was at least like half a dozen there. In a row. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't wrong trying to look for the call, but yeah. you're still getting your ass handed to you. So, produce but first. She won the fight. She, outside of the one cheating moment, you know what she didn't do the rest of the fight? <laughs> she didn't grab the, the cage. cage. <laughs> and that cost her a win. Yep. She didn't get a win bonus. Nope. That she earned and should have got. Absolutely. I mean, she actually. From that point on, she dominated the fight. Yeah. She pieced up Montana pretty good. Yeah. So. She cost herself some Lesson money. learned. Yeah. The only one that screwed and her on And if referees start doing that more consistently. These fighters will be able to keep their discipline. They'll actually follow the rules. Yep. Get better disciplined uh, and do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> oh, well. Pretty simple. Oh, well. I mean, that's. It works in every sport. Yeah. Every sport. Hey, you can't hit him with your helmet. You hit him with your helmet. That's fifty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. You're gonna stop. You're gonna stop. Pretty much. After that first time. Oh, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna find me for that bullshit. Watch this. 
Yeah, that's 50 grand out of your check. <sighs> I got lucky. They didn't throw the flag on me this game. Yeah. No, but they rewatch every game to check for missed calls and penalties and fines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next fight here. Co-main. Co-main, a light heavyweight. <clears throat> Nikita Krylov went up against Magomedov and Kalayev. Unanimous decision for Nikolaev. Yeah, I mean, round one was all Krylov, dominated it. Yes. And then the second round on, Ankolaev just took over, but it... It wasn't... It, it wasn't nearly as good as round one when Krylov no, won that round. No, and that was kind of... That was the downfall of our night, was the second round of the Krylov yeah, fight. Yeah, second round on on this card, just... <sighs> and it, the thing was, is like, round one was absolutely beautiful. It was an exciting round. Yeah. And Ankolaev, yeah, he won the fight, but not pretty. No. It was kind of boring, yeah. kind of draw a drab. And it, it sucks to see it. It happens. We get it these does. We get these shitty fights every now and then. And But you don't want them on your co-main <laughs> and your main. And unfortunately, this fight night, it had both. Because moving on to the main event, uh, just... I'm going to fuck up his name. His Which first name. One? It's Cyril gone, right? Damn okay. it. Jarzinho. Jarzinho. Thank you. Jarzinho Rosenstrike and Cyril gone. Heavy, heavyweight. I was waiting for you to say light heavyweight. <laughs> I was about to. That was going to be awesome. <laughs> um, Unanimous decision for, uh, for the French samurai. I mean, easy. He dominated the fight. He completely, but... Boy, howdy. And this is my issue. Is Rosenstrike, yeah, he's a great counter-striker. But the problem was is that Gon knew he was a great counter-striker. So he was never there for a counter-strike. No. So Rosenstrike never actually threw a strike. No. Gon stayed in control the whole time but didn't do anything with it. And Rosenstrike didn't do anything. But Gon didn't have to do anything with it. No, because he was controlling it. He was dominating the fight. Yeah. Rosenstrike wasn't fighting to win. He wasn't fighting to not lose. He was just waiting for a counterpunch. Yep. The whole freaking time. And there you go. It was. Uh... Okay, now stop and think of this. All the all the Connor bashers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Connor is a massive counter striker. Absolutely. Ask <laughs> Jose Aldo. Yeah. That was a counter strike. Yep. But if nobody's walking him down. He's going to walk them down. And even if you're trying to walk him down, his counter strikes aren't based on you walking him down. Nope. <laughs> he walks you down. Yep. He forces the action from you to counter off of your mistakes. Yep. He doesn't sit back and wait for you to do something to counter. No. It's <laughs> See, guys learned this shit watching Silva. He yeah. had several fights where Dana just got up and left the damn arena, didn't even finish the damn fight. Yeah. They were so boring. Oh, yeah. Because he would never lead anything. He would just wait for you to, yep. to do something and counter because he knew he was faster. Yep. And so nothing would happen. It's just so bad. That's for why you can event. always put Conor McGregor on a main event headliner. Yeah. It's not going to be a boring fight. Nope. Connor not at all. never sets back and waits for somebody to come attack him. 
No, no. He jumps out like he's attacking you, and he's not. He's fainting you into, mm-hmm. into attacking him. And there was so the thing. So he can counter off of that and kick your ass. Gon tried that so many different times, and Rosenstrike never mm-hmm. bit on it. Mm-mm. Not once. So then you just you bum rush him and end the fucking night. Yeah, that's the only thing you can do, because if he's not biting, uh, if he's not baiting on the feints, there's no reason to keep now trying. Your name's not in the conversation. No, not at all. And if it is, they're stupid. Because this performance, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was talking up Gon the Lewis whole time. Is going to want to fight him? Why would he? I wouldn't waste my time on him. I already fought in Ghana once. Thank, Thank you. you. No, I'm nah. No, nah. No, he'll he'd still rather take the Overeem fight yeah, he would than gone any take day. The Overeem fight. Yeah. And that performance on Rosenstrike, there's no reason for him to be even the conversation for the next year and a half. I don't give a shit what he does. Gonna have to do something. Something huge. I mean, based on that performance, I wouldn't have him in the top fifteen of the heavyweights. Mm-mm. No way. No way. At all. Nowhere close. Mm-mm. No, he can fight a. Uh, or uh. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care. Yeah. No, it's just sucked. The whole card was great up until round two of the co-main. And it just died. And it sucks, too, because we always preach, hey, no matter what these names on these cards. And it was a, it was a no, no names on the card yep. that delivered. Absolutely. That's why you that's why you watch the cards is so you can see these little names, these no names and nobody. They're, they're not household names, whatever. You watch those fuckers come up because it's a great journey to watch them. That's how you don't get blown away when you see Bryce Mitchell on a pay-per-view for the first time because you watched him on the early prelims. Yep. You know what he's about. Yeah. He's not a surprise to you. No. (laughs) That's how you win money against Vegas. Yep. Because Vegas knows you ain't paying attention. That's also how Vegas takes money from you. You're not paying attention. All these sleepers that nobody thinks about whatsoever. So you, they, they know nobody's watched Bryce. <laughs> and this they'll a, set him as a, a pretty heavy favorite. Oh, yeah. they've watched him and they'll mm-hmm. watch everybody bet the dog. Yep. Because and then of the odds are given. Oh, yeah. And they're raking it in. <laughs> laughing at your dumbass because you can't turn on a TV. Yep. <laughs> but you can fork over your, your credit card. Mm, Perfect. I'd much rather just turn America. on the TV. <laughs> I'd much rather just turn on the TV. <laughs> but this is America. You can do both. Absolutely. You can. You're right. You're right. Yeah. All right. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? Because this coming up weekend. Yeah. Toss your no names out the fucking window. shit, man. This holy is unreal. shit. UFC pay-per-view 259. Dear Lord Almighty. Three title fights. Three title fights on this damn thing. And all of them. Absolutely exciting. Man. Just wow. Just wow. So that being said, let's go ahead and scroll down here all the way to the bottom of the card. Might take a minute. (laughs) Mm. We still have four fight early prelims. Six. There was four fight early prelim, and then a 
five fight prelim or four fight prelim and five fight main card hold on six so i've got six early four prelim and then five five for the pay-per-view that's 15 <laughs> bites <laughs> holy shit love it love it <laughs> dear lord almighty oh man Let's i'm gonna be tired <laughs> so tired i'm gonna be drunk <laughs> be drunk yeah but you don't have oh i don't have to go to work sunday that day either so i'm good never mind you know i'm not gonna lie sometimes just sometimes i wish we could watch it in like england or something early morning wake up at eight o'clock have your freaking bloody mary for breakfast and just watch the show well this is this is one of those times of the year that the ufc can adjust the schedule Uh uh-huh you can do a friday night oh it'd be so there's well, shit on. No, I work Saturday mornings too. No, it screws me either way. I need Sunday oh, morning Jesus. fights. <laughs> hey, this is about me, not you, damn it. <laughs> Just starting the early the prelims. Up, let's go. <laughs> starting the early prelims. We got Mario Batista going up against Trevin Jones. Uh two thirty for Batista, one ninety for Jones plus. So Jones is the underdog on this. He's not a bad dog to bet if you I want know to bet the he's dog. not. Because if he's the one I'm thinking of, which he is. is he really? Yes. Like I had mentioned earlier, I can't wait for my new phone to where it actually loads up ESPN pretty quick. Yeah, it won't. No. Pretty sure. Deep. What the hell is that? What are you talking about? So Jones's last five fights. He went up against T. Valov. Valiv? No contest at UFC Fight Night. Munoz and Edgar. Before that, he won with a rear naked choke against T. Patsuka at Deep 89 Impact. So this isn't this isn't his UFC debut. He's nope. been UFC yep. before, Second but fight. yeah. Maybe he's not the one I'm thinking of. Maybe he's the one you should be thinking. <laughs> so what you're saying is, Trevin Jones is the one to be watching for in this fight. I would, I would watch. I definitely very, either way, a, definitely watch him. But. What's the record? So Jones has got a, a 12 and six, whereas Batista's got an eight and one. Right. So Jones is obviously the more veteran fighter of yes. the two. But Batista is a young and up and comer. Yes. This is a stepping stone for him. Mm. Kind of a shitty stepping stone. <laughs> in my opinion fair enough uh, next fight here at lightweight Uros Medic here just you take a look you probably had it yeah that's right oh yeah versus a long cruise mm. uh, Medic is at a 170 favorite whereas Cruise is a 145 so yeah damn near a pick and it's fight it's almost a pick and fight yeah and it should be. Uh, you got an undefeated fighter coming in. Uh-huh. And you get a fighter that was a young upcoming prospect, hit a stumbling block, want to see which is which. Mm, is basically okay. what this fight is. 
So does Meta keep the O, or does Cruz come uh, in and try to coin. Pro- flip the coin? Yeah. Just enjoy the fight. <laughs> Fair enough. That's I wouldn't bet on it. Bet on that fight. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, next fight: <clears throat> women's strawweight. Liviana uh, Souza going up against Amanda Lemos. Susa is a 180 underdog, whereas Lamos is a 220. Susa is a dog? Yep. Really? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I know Susa. Yeah. Yeah. What you got? If I had cash that I was. You'd definitely. Toss. Yeah. Susa would be the one I'm to toss. That dog. Absolutely. This is going to say, I mean, I talked about this fight a little bit earlier at work because, you know, it just brings a smile to my face. Oh, yeah. We finally, the past, this year, especially so far in this mm-hmm. young, short year, mm-hmm. we've got to see a lot of Brazil on Brazil crime. We have. We have got to see that. And Which it was... most people probably don't pay attention. <laughs> that doesn't actually happen very often. Typically, Brazilians don't want to fight other Brazilians. But they're starting to get into the game where, like, Screw it, I'll do we it. We need to. We need to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's making it more interesting. It is, because then you can see the the real Brazilians against the... the and we talked about that, too. The young Brazilians. <laughs> well, no, you can see... Okay, now who's an actual black belt? Ooh. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that that's still the running thing. That we have, which is, in all honesty, Actually, I say it's more prevalent than what it what really realize. It really is because when it comes to BJJ, if you're a black, if you're an American that earns your black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you fucking earn that black belt. Now, if you're well, just like uh, we talked about Bryce Mitchell, yes, a little earlier, mm-hmm. I think technically he's real, literally, really only a brown belt. Really? Yeah. I think he got a bl- his black belt given to him after the, his first twister. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. But that was just because, you know, public display. I mean, uh-huh. technically in the gym, I think he's really, truly only a, a brown belt. Really? That's yeah. funny. That's funny. And the dude that he did the twister on three times in one fight. Was a Brazilian black belt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and back to what I was saying. It's... I'm not okay. You can call you you can call what I'm saying stereotypical, racist, whatever. But here's the facts: if somebody outside of Brazil has a black belt and in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, they typically are able to out jiu-jitsu a Brazilian-born black belt jiu-jitsu. Yes, it is what it is. And now, uh, there's a few Brazilians here and there that break that mold. There are. There are. There are. And, and I, you know, you can't discredit any of them. It's just, it seems like in Brazil, when you come out of the womb, you get a brown belt automatically. <laughs> yeah. And it's whether you choose to build upon that. Or not is on you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> is it wrong that I'm saying that? Absolutely. Uh, Does I it mean, seem like it, though? Yeah. Like, Sorry. Go back to voice. Absolutely. There's no doubt that motherfucker was a black belt. Yeah, no. The babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> the babysitter. We want him because 
Nobody thinks he can win shit. Yeah. Well played. <laughs> well played. <laughs> you want the babysitter to get in there and fight whatever the fuck that is? Yeah. Are you giving him a baseball bat? <laughs> What's going on? How are you going to make this even? <laughs> True conversation, by the way. That's really how the Gracies felt about it. But that family, basically from the time you enter the womb, you're training mm. jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Night of conception, you are already running drills. Yeah, you're just you're training. That's just what they do. <laughs> so when when a Gracie's showing a black belt, you can pretty much just bet on it. That's a black belt. There's twenty steps under that black belt before. Now Vitor Belfort, a Gracie cousin. Yeah, he was a black belt too. Hmm. Yeah. Not, well, I can not toss that in a rear naked. Though. Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> that. That doesn't just because you submitted somebody with a rear naked joke doesn't mean one you're time belt. in a sparring match <laughs> it wasn't even a real match. It was just a sparring match. Uh, and, and I'll I'll wait for the rest of this rant till we get further into this card. Fair It'll enough. It'll make more sense. Alright, next fight we got here at Welterweight Sean Brady going up against Jake Matthews Brady's a 210 favorite Whereas Matthews is a 175 Bet Matthews, bet the dog Yeah Bet the Aussie man He is a banger That's what I thought And his wrestling, even though he's Australian Is like top notch American wrestling What, you can't You you don't think the Aussies can wrestle like an American? Generally speaking, no, no. no. America has, that goes back to our other conversation. Yeah, no. When it comes to just grappling, Americans Americans actually have the best. best. Yeah, yeah. And then you get these little pockets like Dagestan, but they were never Dagestan. They were always just Russia. Uh huh. Well, now they're not Russia anymore. No, they're Dagestan. So now you see that little pocket. Yeah. And you get these where hey, no, these guys are pretty fucking good. I would never want to wrestle with a Dagestanian. The American wrestling's actually, actually up there. cream of the crop. Yeah. Because, I mean, the thing with the Dagestanians is... They live in extremely high mountain range. Yep. They live a shitty, hard life. Absolutely. And it just breeds a tough individual. Yes, it does. And boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Yeah, I would bet Matthews all day long. i pick Matthews all day long. I'm, uh, I'm easy money to me. So I got this light heavyweight fight. I, I ain't even gonna attempt it, man. Oh, Kennedy um, and Zekuwu Zach, okay. versus Carlos Olberg. Olberg's a favorite? Yeah, Olberg's a favorite. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> Hey, I figured Kennedy would be the favorite in that fight. See, wow. both of them have. There's one loss between the two of them. Yeah, it's, it's not Olberg. <laughs> yeah, but who's got more wins? Oh, Kennedy does. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Both of them have 
severely young professional careers. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got a seven and one with Kennedy. You got a five and zero with Olberg. And I bet you that's where the favoritism coming from on but Olberg. They're exciting fighters. Very. They're, they're exciting. This whole card so far. Oh yeah. These are exciting fights. Oh man. Uh, at flyweight, you got Tim Elliott. Coming in to go up against Jordan Espinosa. This is headlining the early prelims, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Man. This is a Two scrap. good vets. Yes. Two good vets, man. I love... I want to pick Kennedy so bad because of the KC connection. And that, that dude has fought so long and so hard to be to where he's at. You, you mean Jordan? No. Elliot? Elliot. Yeah, okay. Tim Elliot? Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Kennedy, that's like, Kennedy, what? close enough. <laughs> no, dude, I, lo- I love Tim Elliott because we've seen him He's several times. Animal. He is. He, he can, really he'll is. He'll get his ass beat for 14 and a half minutes and sub somebody. Well, and see, the thing to is, the too, fight. Espinosa. He's one of those dudes that you wouldn't think. He's a legit black belt. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is ridiculous because watching his fights, it's like, are you, are you sure? Yeah. You're not until, you until know, 14 and a half minutes yep. into the fight. And he sneaks in a sub, and it's just yeah. like, like, where did that come is. from? <laughs> There's that black belt. So it's a it's a flat-out pick-em fight. Uh, Elliot's a be. 105 dog, whereas Espinosa is the 125 favorite. And the and, thing uh, is... I would pick Espinosa. Absolutely. I like Espinosa's striking a little mm. better. Thank you. Thank you. I mean... But this <laughs> is, it's a great fight. And it is a great fight. You're right. Elliot is a complete animal, and I would not be upset one bit if hey, he comes out and gets gets don't the ever upset. Discount that mullet. No. Fucking mullets, man. We're up to like what five now? I think I think we got more, man. I think mm. we got more. We should just keep it at the five. Ooh, you know what? Forget the Bamp felt. Let's get a mullet belt going on here, because if if, if we I'm get game. at least six mullets, eight mullets. If we got eight mullets, we can make this work. Cause you got Ricky Go Simone, <laughs> Dana Ritter Yacht, Jerry's Talk got one. Jerry. Yeah, Jerry's Let's get got this one. Shit going. <laughs> if not, Abu Dhabi will let it happen. Absolutely, they're fine. And we go from. I love this. We go from Tim Elliott Jordan, and Jordan Espinoza to Rodrigo. I'm fucking that up. Bontorin and Kai Cara France. Kai Cara France, yep. Yeah. Okay, you know who Kai Cara France is, right? <clears throat> you at least remember is, the fucking name. Yeah, I remember the name. Well, he trains with Adesanya at City Kickboxing. Oh, shit. Hence why he's the slight And this is the other thing that kills me The line on this is 115 to 135 Should be close Which is uh, Kyra uh, France is the favorite on this one Really? Yeah uh, Pull him up I'm, Check I'm out off. the last five I just really want the last one I think he's coming off of a loss Because yeah. I picked him He, he had uh, Ravel mm. Yeah Re- Royval smoked him Because I picked right. him over Royval Yep he smoked him with a. Uh, ended up getting the sub on him. On, yeah, yeah, after beating the shit out of him. That Asanya Costa fight. That's yes. right. Oh man. Cause yeah. Uh huh. A little gun shy on Kaikara France right now. <laughs> he broke it off in my ass. Well, I mean, uh, Bontorin's coming off of the loss as well. He he ended up fighting Ray Borg. Yeah. 
So Ray Borg spot for a title though. <laughs> and nobody ever remembers that. No. Nobody does. But ask anybody if they remember DJ pulling off the flying arm bar. Oh yeah. Guess who he did it against? Ray, Ray Borg. Nobody will ever remember <laughs> that. There's a there's a trivia winner for you folks. We we know he did it. We just don't know to yeah. who. It makes sense. Yep. You know what? Fuck it. I I'd let the marbles hang out. Take Kai Car France again. Yeah. He hits so hard. <laughs> uh, next fight we got here at Flyweight. Joseph Benavidez going up against Askar Askarov. Benavidez just got done headlining a card. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. <laughs> now he's not even headlining prelims. He's stuck in the middle of them. Yep. What happens when I'm you lose to Figueroa twice? <laughs> I tend, I'm, but who else has he lost to? In the last five, nobody. Yeah. In the last five, nobody. I'm, and that's what I brought that up to say I'm tentatively going to pick Asker Askarov. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing full damn good and well, I don't think Asker can pull it off. Oh, hell no. I think Benavidez going to school him. I'm cool with taking a Benavidez pick on this one. I think he's going to school him. He should. He fucking should because those both those figures The only fights. he's lost to was a champ. <clears throat> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know why people are writing him off. Figueredo's a fucking animal. Yes, he is. Figueredo is a fucking beast. Now, I didn't think we'd see that at Flyweight, but... Wow. He's a different breed. Yes, he, he is. Angry little dude. Yeah. Very angry. Uh, at Bantamweight, we got Sung Yandong going up against Kyler Phillips. Man. Sung's a favorite in this one. He should be, but I really want to pick Kyler. Yeah. He's at... Oh, oh. shit. He's that Kiesa clone. Oh. With the long hair. Uh-huh. He put it, put yep. a little bit of it into the ponytail and mm-hmm. just goes, take a beat and hit a, hit a bit, good one or two with, and then sub your ass. Yeah. Well, out of the last four, uh, five, four out of the last five, he's won and he's only lost by a split, split decision against Henry. And that was uh, at the CXF. Yeah. So his last two UFC fights... Uh, else he knocked out and G Silva that's nobody that matters yeah they got a unanimous decision on so I mean and then Song I'm gonna take Song yeah yeah uh <laughs> striking's just much better yeah yeah I'm not afraid but Kyler's tough he can take a little bit of a beating if he can get him down get his back he can get this up. Yeah. All right. So, headline prelims. Yeah, headlining the fucking prelims. This is ridiculous. I this love is ridiculous. It. I love this matchup. This is. Oh, I love <laughs> this matchup. This I. I'm always happy to see Dom in the in the octagon. I mean, I love him commenting. I I really do. I love him commentating. But going up against Casey Kenny, I love it. 
kitties. I don't give a shit what Vegas says. You bet Kenny. You bet the house, the ranch, the farm, your mom, everything. Your dog. You bet everything, everything on Casey Kenny. Everything. Because Kenny's Kenny gonna school give him. Two shits about your footwork. <laughs> Kenny's gonna school him with his footwork. <laughs> with Kenny's footwork. <laughs> I mean, I I would like to just sit and make fun of this fight for about thirty five minutes. I love it. I was always the favorite guy. Oh, yeah. Through WEC. Yep. So once UFC bought WEC, brought the little guys in, uh-huh. that's where all of our small belts came from. Yep. Was from the WEC. I was always Faber and couldn't stay in Cruz. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm biased. Oh, yeah. Now, Cruz was the better all around fighter between the two, but <laughs> we wouldn't have had that weight class without Uriah Faber. No way. He built that division. Oh, absolutely. And to watch Cody Garbrandt break dancing in the middle of the fucking octagon as he's beating the shit out of Dominic Cruz was just priceless. Priceless. I love just watching that two or three times a year. You actually do watch it. If I wasn't cleaning, I'd probably be sitting in the corner stroking off or something. I don't know. It just, it'd be something wrong. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for that. Because as much as I dislike TJ Dillashaw, Mm -hmm. he got fucked. He did. He beat Dominic Cruz on Cruz's comeback. Yep. In Boston at TD Gardens. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Dillashaw's. Took Smoked it to him. him. Yeah. I didn't think it was that close of a fight. I couldn't believe the decision. No. You mean the champ lost the belt on a fight like that? Bullshit. That <laughs> I think most people would say he won. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey. So I've got a problem with Dom. His fights have not been what he oh. used to be. Now, used to <laughs> back in the day. There was a reason he became champ that early. Oh yeah, he was fucking top notch and that good. But let's let's just look at at his last fight. Just not that good. No, it sucked. It freaking sucked. Cejudo schooled him flat out. Cejudo. Yeah. Cejudo. What I said. Cejudo. Really. Preset. Really sad. Depressing, even. I think I even picked Cejudo. I did. I did. It's just... And I get it. I get it. He had a four-year stretch between the fights. It's still Cejudo. No. I'm with you. I got Kenny all the fucking way Hey, long. It's not even close. And you oh. know what? We can't even sit here and make fun of this fight any longer, <laughs> as much as I want to. All right. Starting off the pay per view, light heavyweight, Diago Santos, Alexander Rechik. Opening what? up the pay per view card. Holy shit, man! <laughs> Holy shit! Talk about lights out power, right? These uh, dudes don't have to be heavyweight. No, no, but. Boy, howdy. If this fight goes the distance, get out of here. I'm going to piss on myself. I'm going to piss myself in the corner. There's no way. Because the way they, the, that these two hit. There's no way. It's unreal. 
Honestly, I can see it in in a draw because they're both laying on the freaking mat going. That would be that would be the sleeper <laughs> pick to pick right there. They both go in for a freaking left jab and knock yeah. each other out. I'm, I, I'll no, buy this, it. If you want to open up a pay-per-view with a bang. Th- that's the way to do it. This is the fight you schedule. Holy shit. Yeah. And Rajek's got the 160 favorite. <laughs> but Tiago's probably not much over a 220. 135. Okay. It's pretty close to a pick yeah. and fight. So and it should be. Absolutely. Holy shit. Because <laughs> Tiago's actually pretty. I don't. I wouldn't call him a black belt on the ground. No. But he's pretty good. He's. Yeah. Low level brown belt, maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe just below the lowest level brown belt. Enough technique there to actually be a little he, worried. He's pretty effective on the ground. Yeah. And he's extremely strong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's. <laughs> This is it, a great matchup. There's going to be nothing but bombs dropped in that fight. Yeah. You know it because they. Well, and this is the thing too is like just think they're he, both going to sit there and think I can hit hard, he can hit hard. I got to get my hit in first. Yes, and that's how they're both going to think, especially coming off of last week's shit show. Yeah, absolutely. Where Dana does says fuck it, I'm not going to the press conference. That's why the press conference didn't yeah, happen because Dana said fuck it, I'm going home. Depressing. That's happened a lot here lately. <laughs> not like this one. Though. No, not like last no, week. That no. hasn't happened. That was bad. No, this this should not be that fight. They want more pay per view points, so <laughs> they want to win. They're gonna put on a show, and at least they should. They should put on a show because these two, nothing but power. Tiago finished the fight with Jones mm-hmm. on zero knees. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a fight. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's It'll a hell of a way to start the pay-per-view. That's for damn sure. You don't sure. have to worry about this one being boring. Uh, next fight at lightweight, we got Islam. Makachev. Thank you. Makachev going up against Drew Dober. 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 My apologies. But you know what? I like Dober better? Yeah. Every now and then, I fuck something up. Like, it's like know, Dukakis. But that's the He's right gonna... way. That's the right way. <laughs> Dauber was actually the bell of the media day today. Really? Yes, he was no great. He was great. So hopefully, more bigger names from the media sides uh-huh. and get in and start hitting him up. Getting, hey, getting they some should. More publicity. They should because Drew's actually a cool cat. He, he, stole he really media is. Day. <laughs> That's it, awesome. It was, it was pretty great. Are you ready for the line? Uh, Nick. I know who I'm picking. I know he should be the favorite, but go for it. 360 Islam. Makachev? Yep. 280, Drew. Yeah, but do they <laughs> not know that Drew Dober can wrestle? <laughs> no. Do you know why Islam Makachev has that? It's because of his wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes you hurt, don't it? <laughs> Drew Dober is that second Australian. Yep, that is top tier American level wrestling. Yes, he is. <laughs> he just happens to hit hard while he's at it, just yep. like the young Jake Matthews. Yep. So I love Drew. That's why I'm picking Drew. <laughs> I would do. That's another dog. I would not be afraid to bet on. No, the whole house, man. The whole house. Drew Dober can win this fight easily. 
love it. I love it, man. Fuck okay. Vegas. Fuck Vegas. Take their money. Take all of it. <laughs> I'm a little shocked at that line. I'm not shocked that Makachev's the favorite. No. I'm shocked at the spread on that. Oh someday. yeah, it's huge. It should be a 130, 150, 125. Yeah. yeah. Like we got him a little bit better, but not. Not like that. Not like your wife and two kids better. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Uh huh. Oh man, I love it. I love it. Huh. <laughs> okay. All right. First title fight of the night. Not a fight. Get out of here. <laughs> Peter Yan defending the bantamweight title against Aljamain Sterling. I don't know who you're talking about. I thought Peter Yan was fighting the Funk Master. My bad. Thank you. My bad. Ain't a fight. I don't think it's going to be close. Sterling's going to smoke him. He's going to smoke show him. It's going to be a clinic. Watch and see. He's on a level right now that if you go back and watch every Corey Sanhagen fight and then watch the what, Sanhagen Ster- Sterling fight. You don't do that to Sanhagen. Nobody ever has. Nobody. No one. His daddy didn't even do that to him when he was and five Jan, years old. Yawn beat um, Jose. Yeah. He beat Jose to win the belt. That had just been done four times. Yeah. Sorry, son. He's a tough little kid. He hits hard. He's got great technique. Mm -hmm. Gas tank for days. He's everything that you think a champ should be. He only has one problem. The Funk Master. I was going to (laughs) say. That's his only problem. He ain't going to do it. Aljo's there. And this is a straight. This is is the fight I was waiting for you to bring up. So I could go oh, back for to my the, jiu-jitsu. Right? Yeah. When Matt Sarah teaches jiu-jitsu and you're a black belt, you're, you're a fucking, fucking black, black belt. belt. Period. Fucking black belt, dude. Uh, it's just kind of the way it is. Aljo is a black belt. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that whatsoever. And his striking is crisp. It's accurate. Yep. He doesn't have to hit hard with the speed and the accuracy Mm-mm. that creates its self-generated power. Yep. You don't have to have naturally heavy hands if you hit the right spot fast enough. Uh-uh. Honestly. And he doesn't have to knock him out. If he dazes him and jumps his back, the fight's fucking over. Oh, absolutely. You know, ask Corey Sandhake. <sighs> yeah. that's, that's my problem with Yawn. Because mm-hmm. if it was Sandhagen and Yawn, it should be a pick em fight. And I would probably pick Sandhagen. Were you ready for this? It's a flat-out pick'em fight. Both of them one ten under, or one ten favorite. Really? Shit, you not? So Aljo's finally getting some love. Yep. He should. Absolutely, absolutely. He I'm should. still taking it's Sterling for days. Easy fight. Yeah. I think it's an easy fight, and I love watching Peter Yan fight. Oh yeah. No, they're not boring fights. They're decent fucking fights. Actually, they're great fights. But but whenever you come <laughs> off of well, I beat. I beat Aldo to win the title. I beat a 45-year-old Uriah Faber to get to the title. I was going to say, who hasn't? 
His... And then you look at the list of killers that Aljo's had to go through. Mm-hmm. The level of competition is just... It's not the same. Not even close. Not the same. And it's... You got a better shot of getting your ass kicked in Bellator than you do fighting the fights that Peter Yan's fought. Yep. And that's saying something. That's saying a lot, actually. You're going straight down to the Senior Citizen Center for that one. Yes. <sighs> Go, Maine. Our favorite fight of the night. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, as much as I like Izzy... I don't give two shits about that fight. Well, this should be the headliner. Should be. Let's keep all shit real. Yep. This absolutely should be. How the, the fuck, fuck is it the only champ champ not headlining your pay-per-view? It's bullshit. It's sexist. It's sexist. I don't sexist. know what it is other than fucking retarded. Yeah. And that's not discriminatory. No. There's a difference between being fucking retarded. Yep. And being mentally handicapped. Yes. Mentally handicapped, so, you can't help. Quick quick uh, English definition on here. So, retarded, or let's just not even retarded, retard means to slow oneself down. Retardo, you see it in music all the fucking time. When you see that, you slow the fuck down on your tempo. Yes. Mentally handicapped is something completely different. You don't have Chemical any control imbalance, over that. No, not so. This, that's not your fault. That's not on you. Nope. So, for this fight right here, the one true definition of a champ champ, I don't give two shits. We've had five fighters hold two belts simultaneously. There's How only one. There's only one that matters, and that's Amanda Nunez. Yep. That's it. She's the only one to defend. And who's the last one that I want to be defending? <laughs> you mean Amanda Aldo? <laughs> yeah. Or Jose Nunez. Or Jose Nunez. Dude. It's ridiculous on how much the lioness has came up and just... I don't even like her as a fighter. Mm-mm. And I have to defend her because nobody's giving her her just due. No, no one. And it's disgusting. It's horseshit. Connor's it's disgusting. held two belts, never successfully defended either. Nope. DC held two. Defended one. One. Defended them both at different times. But he didn't even really DC's win the, the light heavyweight. Because always have that asterisk. Yes. He never beat John. It was a vacated belt. He never won it. Technically. <laughs> so, that being said. Yeah, with all of them doing it. Yeah. There's only one that's actually the true champ champ. Because look at Cejudo. He vacated the one. He vacated them fucking both. Yes, he did. Because he retired. Yep. Hey. Whatever. Whatever. Amanda's the fucking go. She goat. doesn't vacate shit. Nope. She defends both. Yep. At the same time. Yep. If that's not the definition of a champ champ. Fuck that. She's the goat. She is the pound for pound. Pound for pound. Only. That's what pisses me off. I think they have her at number four. I'm like, what Bullshit. the fuck are you talking about? Bullshit. That is number one. She's the only one fighting in multiple weight classes <laughs> with a belt defending both of them. Yeah. Every time. Every time. It's bullshit. She doesn't question who's next. No, she doesn't care. She just says, uh, I'm going to take some time off to have a baby. Yep. <laughs> then I'll go kick your ass. That's a cute baby, by the way. And congrats to Amanda, Nina. Yeah. Because Nina actually carried the baby, yep. had the baby, lost yep. the baby weight. Nina got her ass back. <laughs> Nina's looking good. So Nina, who was a top five featherweight. Yep. 
she could be getting ready to make a comeback too. Hey, that'd be nice to see. <clears throat> that'd be nice to see. Growing up saying, hey, both Neil my- was on a roll. She was. Before she took time off to have the baby. Yep. So and I wasn't just being a chauvinistic that, pig. That's some that's some awesome for that kid to say growing up. Hey, hey, fuck my, with me. Fuck with me. Both my moms can kick your ass. Both of my moms can <laughs> kick both of your dad's ass. <laughs> Any day of the week. <laughs> okay, so co-main, Amanda Nunez, Megan Anderson. This is in a roundabout way why Megan's in the UFC. It is. She was brought to the UFC to fight Cyborg, Cyborg, who Amanda knocked out walking backwards in 90 seconds. That happened. That's facts. <laughs> uh, and we all know what a uh, dong boy I am for Megan. Yep. I love Megan. Oh, yeah. Death. And see, w- and we've talked about this before countless times. When the fight I'm was... I'm picker, but if I had to bet... Oh, I would. There's no point in betting. Uh, What's the line on that some bitch? How bad is it? Is there a line? Yeah, there's there's a line. I don't know why it's even there though. Eleven hundred to seven. That's Valentina range. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Eleven hundred to seven. I mean, as I, I love Megan, I do. And the only thing that's got me concerned is the footwork, but. We've seen... But Megan does hit hard. Yes, she does. The only question is, does she hit Amanda hard? I don't know. We'll find out. (laughs) Does she hit Amanda hard? We'll find out. Because Amanda... Megan doesn't have the hand speed or the foot speed. No. Now, Amanda's foot speed... Yeah. That's that's where you could have a chance. Mm -hmm. That's how Valentina's gone six rounds with her. Valentino's a lot faster. Oh, yeah. Much more technical striking. Yep. But she can't knock her out. No. She just gets lucky because she's fast enough to not be in the way of Amanda's fucking bombs. Yeah. Okay. It, I can give some background. I, I mm-hmm. know the last time Amanda Nunes lost a fight. Right off the top of my head. Yeah, it was against... Uh... Alpha Cat Zingano. Yep. But Amanda hit Alpha Cat so hard in round one, she suffered a two-year fucking concussion and couldn't see straight. Yeah. That happened. (laughs) And that was before Amanda really knew how to fight. Yeah. That was before Amanda was Amanda. Yeah, before she became the beast that she is. Yeah. She's the goat. I love John. He he would be my goat if it wouldn't be for Amanda Nunes. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's actually... If he wants to take my goat stage back over... Go win the heavyweight belt, dude. Yeah. Which match her because that's exactly what she just did. Yep. She's basically holding the light heavyweight and women's and heavyweight and women's and defending both. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, what she's doing that nobody's talking about. No, and it's disgusting that nobody's talking about it. it <laughs> Love Megan, want Megan to win. I. Not Anybody to, ask me, I'm going to tell them I'm picking Megan. And not to say that Megan can't. She can. She can't. There is a there is a possibility it's of a her fight. winning this. Yes. But it's going to take everything she's got to get this. If she wins, like, 
the everybody can get the fuck out of here with the oh the greatest upsets holly beating ronda no holly that oh, was a match shit. made in heaven for holly absolutely especially with ronda listening to fucking edmund the whole damn he knew time it was gonna come charging in with her hands of steel which is stupid it's exactly what happened it, yep it's just stupid to say that that fight was an upset yes no it was ridiculous no the greatest upset in history is matt sarah knocking out uh, George St. Pierre to win the welterweight title. Oh, yeah. That's the greatest upset in history. Yes. And Sarah doesn't even get that credit. No. You see, we... We as the media, because I have to throw us in under that fucking belt. Unfortunately. Well, fortunately, if I guess. If Megan takes out Amanda, that's the level we're talking about. That's a true upset. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wish her the luck. <laughs> I wish her the luck, man. Because w- the one thing I always preach about fights, because it fits fights more than it's ever fit football or any other fucking yep. sport, any given Sunday. Well, that's where that's where <laughs> the phrase comes from: a puncher's chance. Yep. And it's just Amanda's just a problem. <laughs> She's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the face-offs. I can't fucking wait. One, I can't wait. 1,100 fucking rough. Yeah. I cannot wait for the face-offs. It's going to be awesome. So Amanda, I'm so excited for, for uh, Megan. Oh, yeah. No, this is a great opportunity for her. And I love it. I mean, and that was the thing, too, is when the, the fight was announced the first time, I was so elated that a Megan got the chance to actually get a shot at the title because this is what she was here for. This is the reason why they brought her from Invicta. But it's better that she got to wait. She got for the time. For several years. Oh, yeah. And then when it got postponed, I thought it was even better. Oh, absolutely. Gave her just a little and bit more time. And as much as I just despise TikTok, <laughs> Megan jumped on TikTok, started doing the dances. Early on, rough. I'm, I'm telling you, it's rough. <laughs> Dancing got a little bit better, though. Yeah, but you can see that gives the hopes. Yeah, gives hopes for the fucking our, footwork. Our movements getting better. Yep. It's something as stupid as dancing. Her movement was getting better. Hey, hey, all star. The greatest wide receiver in NFL history. Thank you, Jerry Rice. Yep. Took ballet lessons from nine years old on. All star defensive players take ballet. It helps. There's a reason for it. Yes. It helps with what? Footwork. Your, your footwork and your balance. Yep. Which, especially for a defensive end. And for Megan, that was always the problem. She's so big and long and lanky and yep. awkward. She didn't even know how to move no. her frame. No. She's been working on it for years. I mean, you can take this the other way and list a few of the ways where... This isn't isn't too bad for Megan. No. Megan's actually longer. Yes, she is. How did she finish her last fight? A one-punch straight right that she just stuck out there. Uh-huh. Why? Because somebody was throwing a looping overhand right. Yep. What's Amanda throw? The overhand. <clears throat> so if you just lay it out there. Boom. Catch him pretty quick. Like so I said, there is a ways. good possibility there's for ways. Megan to walk away with this title. Is a good one. My money's on the goat, though. Yeah. And I think that pains me to say. 
Would I be upset if Manda lost? Absolutely not. No. Because no, that means be, Megan won. I'd be so happy for Megan. Would I be shocked? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I would I'd absolutely be shocked. Main event. <laughs> I wouldn't even worry about the main event. I'd just walk away. Like that fucking happened. Ah. Why do you go? Quit putting Amanda as a co-main. <laughs> yeah, it's learn, bullshit. Learn, yeah. Learn. Learn. Come on, man. You're going to lose ratings after that. Or view, views. Both. Know. Either way. Same thing. Speaking of the main event. Who cares? Yan. <laughs> so Izzy's jumping up the light heavyweight. About time. We've been hearing about it for a minute now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Izzy's going up and fighting Jan. I always butcher his last name. Let, let's. Oh, I want to hear his shot. Uh, Belachovic. Blahovic. Blahovic. There you go. Ugh. K silent. Ugh, gross. There is no K. <laughs> See, so if you yeah, just remember yeah. K silent, <laughs> you pronounce it correctly. Uh, so this is for the light heavyweight, whereas Adesanya holds currently the. Middleweight. Middleweight. So, he's a 220 favorite on this. Should be. Yeah. He's my pick. Absolutely. I don't... Now, Blahovich can win. Yeah, he he can. Okay, does anybody see Kelvin Gaslam walking into a ring, cage, (laughs) down an alley, and doing... (laughs) What he did to Adesanya? To Jan Blahovich. I don't. No. But he just did it to Izzy, who Blahovich is fighting. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, Jan I, could definitely win. He can win. He can win. Am yeah. I picking him too? No. 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 I got Izzy. I got Izzy because once John finally comes back and fights Stipe for the title, <clears throat> I know. Or, Fra- or Francis. Or, or Francis, whoever, whatever that situation is. Because you know as soon as John comes back in, he's going to be the first one to get the title. Well, the problem is everybody actually wants John Stipe. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? When you're talking all-around fighters, mm-hmm. those two are right up there. They're all-around game. Because people don't realize how good of a wrestler Stipe is. Which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. Isn't he an all-American wrestler? He, but he knocks dudes out. Well, that happens. <laughs> That's how he won the belt. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Amanda style. He threw mm-hmm. the, the counter left hook, walking, walking back backwards. backwards. Yeah. In Brazil. Mm-hmm. Sorry for doom. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he just he hasn't wrestled a lot until he met Ngannou. Yeah. Dominated Ngannou with the wrestling. Yep. People couldn't believe it. They're like, oh, Ngannou's going to knock him out. It's going to be a striking war. Uh, No, but Stipe can wrestle. Yep. He's always been able to wrestle. Yep. He just never had any of his matchups. He never had to break it out because it wasn't that type of fight. That's why people want John Stipe. Yeah. They're the same size. A great fight. And you know what? It could even be racial. You can toss that in there. That's a possibility. Why people want the fight? Yeah. You know there's a pocket of white people that <sighs> oh, Stipe gonna fuck him up. 
You know it. You know it's I there. Mean, yeah, it's there. You're not. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm sure there's 10, 20, couple hundred people out there that think there's the same probably way. Probably more than yeah, that. Yeah, unfortunately. Instead of looking at the matchup, they're both six four. They're yeah. both long. They both have good wrestling. They both actually have pretty technical striking. The only the the biggest outlier is the John Jones leg kicks. Yeah, but Johnny ain't got those chicken leg, chicken chicken legs anymore. His calves haven't got that big. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> They're not as disproportionate as what they were. <laughs> he's 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 gotten them a little bit bigger. I'm happy about that. No, I would have picked John two years ago. I'd pick him today. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to Francis, I'm still picking John. Oh, absolutely. Until somebody <clears throat> beats John, I'm gonna continue to pick John. Yeah. I mean. Nobody's come close. No, I don't care what the judges scorecard said. Go back and watch the fight. Yeah, nobody's come close. I bet if people that scored that fight for Reyes went back and watched Reyes Blahovich, then rewatched Bones Reyes, they'd score the fight fucking differently. Yeah. They would see that John was the one pushing the fight. Yep. Actually landing the strikes. Yep. Instead of throwing two counters around. That's what Reyes did. He threw two two to ten counter punches around. That's all he did. I got Israel. Oh, hey, look at this. I guess Lewis isn't going to get his fight. Breaking news. Uh, Overeem informed by promotion. He's let go. Oh. Junior DeSantos. He's let go. Oh. Yeah. Wow. But we still have Arlovsky on the <laughs> roster? Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't get that. Wow. Wow. Oh. I'm guessing Orlovsky took a pay cut. Uh, and those two didn't. I hope so. <laughs> if Orlovsky wants to keep fighting in the UFC, I hope he took a pay cut. He can go back to the days of 50-50 if he wants to stay. Yeah. 50 to show, 50 to win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. The Reem's gone. Yeah. I bet they asked them both to take a pay cut to stay. And they, they said, said no. no. Deuces. Bye. I heard Bellator's hiring. <laughs> Always are. <laughs> wow. The one thing Bellator doesn't do has ever signed anybody off of the contender series no that they know is good yeah and young yeah hey i know you just i know dan I know said three a million people just watched you fight you're young that was a hell of a fight even though you lost it's still a hell of a fight yeah fuck off dan i should have given you a contract i'm gonna give you a contract okay it would be the smartest fucking thing to do. The easiest thing to do. Absolutely. They've already got street cred. You're already, they've and already been viewed. a pretty fucking good shot that if you made it the contender series, you've been in the LFA. <laughs> Absolutely. Whatever. Apparently Bellator is immune to the ESPN bug. Don't need any of that bullshit. I already got my shot to prevent it. Time out. If Bellator starts listening to us, I'm going to be a little pissed. I want sponsorship. <laughs> I'm not saying we'll change our tone, 
but we might be a little nicer. Well, you know what? If, I, if they would change their tone, I would change my tone. Absolutely. You don't want to be the leftovers. Quit being the leftovers. Exactly. Exactly. The best thing that you got is Chandler, and he's ours now. No, Liam is the best thing they got. Oh, yeah? 170. He's a monster. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's why Roy doesn't fight at 170 Bellator anymore. <laughs> All right, man. Adesanya, all the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry, on. No, not really. He's got to get inside, make it dirty, ugly, quick. Yeah, no. I wouldn't want to string this fucking fight out. New, no. you drag this out for five, you're done. As he'll be dry humping you in the middle of the fucking octagon <laughs> again. I mean, you gonna look like Ricky Martin in the middle of that ring. Ricky Martin's clearly a 205er everybody's <laughs> known this since day one yep <laughs> hey oh well he blamed it on being drunk yeah i saw that what seriously he couldn't get to sleep i had a hungover <sighs> he couldn't get to sleep so he drank a bottle of wine went to sleep woke up hungover whole bottle he's a big dude He's a big dude, but fuck, even a whole bottle fucks me up. Granted, I can't. You're only fighting and I, as a headliner for the world tighter. Why, would, why wouldn't you drink, why a, whole you drink a whole bottle before the night before you go to bed? Yeah, that, that makes perfect fucking sense. It was Fight Island. There's strange noises and stuff. Dude, you're from the jungles of Brazil. What are you talking about, strange noises? <laughs> Electricity? It's, hey. If you're not Cars? used, if you're not used to that buzzing noise from the lights, because it happens. <laughs> I mean, typically you have to be high on DMT to hear it, but I mean, typically. <laughs> Jesus. Oh shit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for those that are you that are listening, here comes the sounder for those of you who are watching. Thanks for watching. Uh, like and subscribe, comment. Click, like, share. Yep. Thank All you. that stuff. Please, 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 please tell everybody about us because we're here to stay and we're awesome. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Thank you. We'll catch you next week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the sound, the saying that this is everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the wrap-up segment. So we're going to go ahead and let you know where to find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up. Give us a like. Give us a share. Give us a follow. Go ahead and invite all your friends and family to the pages. Let them know where we're at. And if you could do us a huge solid wherever you find the podcast, be it Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Wherever you hear us and we invade you in your ear holes, could you please leave us a rating and a review? It helps new people find the show. And and last thing, last but not least, if you could, we would love to hear from every single one of you guys. If you could, please leave us a message anywhere, somewhere, be it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I've been preaching for a while now. If you get us on the Anchor app, you can go ahead and leave us a voice message. You could find yourself on the show asking us a question or calling us a bunch of idiots or personally just me calling me an idiot because, you know, I don't know anything about this game or this show or however, whatever we cover. If you guys could, we would love to hear from you. And if, if those are two 
much of a hassle for you to get a hold of us on, go ahead and just send us an old-fashioned email over at Sasquatch at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from everybody, and we really wish somebody would get a hold of us one way, one form, or another. We just want to talk about you guys, because you know us, we love to talk, and we want to bring you guys involved into this. So, that all being said, we all love you, we appreciate you guys listening to us, and we'll catch you next week.